Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How do you always manage to wind me up before we start doing these things? Oh, oh. <laughs> I honestly don't know where to go. But like being on your phone and not really being present and then suddenly going, right, can we start? Or as I like to warm up. You like to warm up no, doing just, what? I don't You've know. been for a row. We're 25. Ben's been here for 25 minutes. You can't introduce the you rowing pacing, unless we talk about the rowing. You were pacing around, taking vitamins, like gazing out into the garden, like putting everyone, making everyone wait for you. What a lovely scene you set. You're like Henry Blofeld. A cricket commentator. He was a fellow, yeah, he was a cricket commentator, but he'd always tell you about the sort of pigeons and the... <laughs> Broad in, blonde hair riffling in the breeze. Oh, what a delightful cake. There goes a pigeon. And everyone would go, that's a bit pointless. But actually, that was the whole point of cricket. And oh, now he's gone, really. He might as well wind up the cricket. Did he die recently? No. Are you sure? Yeah. He's just retired? Yeah, he's right. just a- a- 80, 83 and he's retired with his wine. He has a red and a white wine that he makes. And he's, oh, really? He sent us a bottle once. Did he? Yeah. Was it nice? Well, Probably. He, he, he went <laughs> now. Cares? Didn't touch the side. <laughs> Do you want to start? No. Well, we've got some things that we talked about that we might talk about. You got anything great to hit me with? No. Really? No. Okay. I haven't got anything great. I have got some ideas, but they're none of them. None of them are like amazing. Um, did you see that? I can even. Have I got. Yes. Here we go. Did you see that? Um, more wants to be teachers after months of disruption and homeschooling. Yes. Parents have a greater respect for the work of teachers and stronger bonds with their children in school after the pandemic. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It comes as figures show the number of people wanting to become teachers has rocketed since the pandemic started. Okay. Right. Do you have, has it made you want to be a teacher? No, it's done precisely the opposite. It's made you really glad there are schools. It, I am from a long line of teachers. Like, my dad was a teacher for. Was he? Well, yeah, well, he was a lecturer at university for many, many years. And um, my aunts on like both sides of my family are teachers. My sister is a teacher. I ought to be... I'm very good at, like, telling people what you say a do. long line of teachers. I imagine these people in mortarboard stretching back to Henry VIII. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> well, no, my grandfather was an insurance salesman, and my other grandfather was a farmer. So, like, it's... When I say a long line of teachers, I mean there's the kind of, like, a buzz of teaching around me. I come from a long line of people who think that teachers know fuck all and they do what they want. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, fine. So, so it has... But it has, this is, I think... 
interesting column is like how well, has it made first of all I, I mean i will tell you what i think the column should be but i mean well no i would that's sorry that's like i'm going to reveal my exciting idea which is bollocks but i think it's really interesting reveal your exciting idea well no it's not but i think it's really interesting that this pandemic experience uh jeff barton general is this going to be blah 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 Jeff Barton, General Secretary of the Association of School and College Leaders, said although the past year had been pretty awful for parents trying to support their children at home, the one positive note is that it has given people a greater appreciation of the fantastic work that schools and teachers do in normal times and how hard it is to replicate. And, and I thought, like, right, if we'd open a school, the Corrin School, the Corrin Timetable, what would it be like? Terrible. Well, who knows? But it would look, be uh, both of us saying, can you go away? I'm trying to do some work. No, the timetable done at eight o'clock. I, I don't know. But you know, it would be, we, we did the first lockdown. We really did teach our kids. You did. I didn't. And I, then, I, I cried. I just, I just, I tried to deal, teach them about volcanoes. Got it all wrong and just sort of burst into tears and ran out into the garden. And then this time, they we've sort of overseen their. This time, I was, uh, um, you know, I was basically teaching assistant, which was fine. I was, I did the printouts. I said, "Do you want some lunch?" I said, "Does that make sense?" Yes. Have you got the PDF yet? Yeah, right there. I wasn't actually doing any teaching because I think children. I think teaching your own children in that regard is like wrong and it's why they don't like it i think teaching your children by example look this is how we are human beings human beings sit at tables we eat with a knife and fork well they haven't done that they still don't do that they can they can if like pressed to i i i feel that when we had sort of poetry school and ladybird history school and stuff the kids enjoyed it i mean broadly i was sort of that's because you're a good teacher I don't know if they learnt anything. I, I mean, like, last night I was quite surprised we were do, doing some homework with Kitty and fine. She really can't hold a pen. She can. She's just left-handed. Well, so am I. But she does, she holds it like... She holds it literally like that. She holds it like a... No, she doesn't hold it like that. She holds it... She holds it... Okay, okay. It's fine. great radio. But I mean, okay, but no, she, literally, she puts the pen between her third and fourth finger. Does she? Clasps it all around, closes it up, and puts her thumb over the top, and holds it so fight, far, far, so tight, it's like she's trying to strangle a ferret. Right. And then she pushes really deeply. She and the, does push hard, and yeah. She isn't, it's, and, 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 and then there's the difference between us. You'll look at that, and you, and you immediately think, I'll write a letter to the exam board when the time comes along, uh, and ask them to let her do it on a laptop, which seems to me a bit defeatist, because I think maybe she should... We could teach her to write. I was literally just like shooting the breeze with that, but but I it does make me think that maybe she should go to she should go to the Senko person and have some handwriting. Mm-hmm. Special educational needs coordinator Senko. Senko. Yeah. So it's something I have line of duty. It's not Tenko. It's with which we'll come to later. Yes, I feel like the Corrin School for Naughty Boys and Girls timetable has been rinsed, basically. By whom? By you. Like you, you did. You did a thing about about teaching the kids. You did a column about teaching. Did kids. I? Yeah. When? Well, at, like when it first occurred How to you. I don't read that shit. How would I know? Um, dogs. There's yes. quite a lot of dog stuff in the paper this in the papers this week. I, starting with the tre- it was a trend piece in the Times written by Helen Rumbelow, who's my dear friend yeah. in T two, about the about the very pervasive trend on TikTok of teaching your dog how to speak. On TikTok, there is um, there's a woman a, a a speech pathologist called Christina Hunger, and she's a you know she works with children who have speech difficulties talking and she bought a, she had they have buttons they have pre-programmed buttons that the child can press that says you know um alice wants food or alice outside or 
Alice, friend, or whatever. For and kids she who thought, are reluctant to speak. To or reluctant can't to for whatever okay, reason, fine. or can't mechanically or emotionally, whatever. So she decided to apply this to her dog. And Christina has a dog called Stella, who uses a range of pre-programmed plastic buttons to communicate with her owner. I mean, we could have a soundboard each, so we could just hit buttons rather than talking to each other. So how many of the buttons have they got? But that would all just be fuck off as well. How many buttons have they got? Well, as many as you feel you're confident you can train your dog to use. They've tried this with with, uh, apes. They've tried it with chimpanzees. But they only got so far and then sort of stopped. I mean, I think broadly because, you know, even chimpanzees, which are quite closely related to humans, they only have a limited range of thoughts and ideas but they've never tried it with dogs and this woman christina hunger she was the first person who tried tried using a soundboard which they have used successfully with chimpanzees on a dog and she thinks it works i mean the thing about training dogs is that you don't just you don't just train a dog once like downloading software onto your computer and then it runs and it's fine you have to keep training the dog you can't like send it away to be trained and then it comes well they all train them they train them to sit and roll over you train a dog not to bite joggers snap kids in the face kill toddlers you treat you treat the dog not to, to the fucking seals and this mm. the fact that it's a 49 year old it's 49 year old that's sort of my age but you know the fact that it's a barrister and she's got this i mean i feel sorry for her a bit but it went for this lovely seal and it was, it was completely out of control and she couldn't pull it off and that's yeah. an indication there are too many dogs if, if, if the kind of if, if people are watching tiktok videos of dogs learning to talk dogs can't talk Dogs can't talk. Don't try and teach your dog to talk. Teach it not to bite children's faces off. Like, like um, when we went to the park the other day and the first time I sort of eaten a meal out really for months and months, which mm. was the like takeaway uh, tagine from the Lido and then sit in the park. And then this dog came bounding over to eat. Admittedly, the guy pulled it off. Yeah, but the thing is that, but look, he was a very confident dog owner. His dog was off the lead. The dog was very well trained. He called to the dog. It came back. He picked up the dog's poo. That's fine. I'm cool with people with, with, with all of that. But, you know, I'm sure this You think people are confused by that seagull? Or the Kentish Town seagulls that drove Kingsley Amos mad when he lived in, when he lived in Evangelist Road. You can, I mean, those are going to be on the sound, aren't they? I don't want people to think we've illegally gone to Brighton. We're not in Brighton. We're in, we're in Kentish Town where there are, as there's a colony of seagulls um, from Camden Lock, basically. I'm just looking at the date. It's March, as we record, we go out. By March 29th, it would have been legal to go to Brighton, but it still isn't. It's not, we're not in Brighton. No, but Why it Why would we be in Brighton? I don't want to go to Brighton. No. I'm sure Brighton's lovely if you live there. I don't want to visit. Um, so this barrister, I'm sure she considered, I'm sure her border terrier or whatever dog it was, is quite well trained. I'm sure it's not like some out of control dog which is why it was off the lead if you you got your dog's got to be reasonably well trained to be off the lead anywhere so i'm sure she thought it wasn't off the lead and then it went nuts and killed this poor seal it could have been a baby it's the, and, and then the story that you mentioned that the seven percent of dogs now are obese they're basically turning into people they're they're, they're sort of right. they, they want they're, they're fat they're trying to talk and they're killing everything that moves that's a great column stop trying to dog, turn dogs into people do, do, dogs are dogs are not your friend yeah dogs are you know Dogs have been, because people can't really deal with each other anymore, because other people are kind of complicated and have interior lives and they're not like, we, we, deal, with, we deal with Apple products which are designed to be like totally convenient and not expect you to do anything, even switch them off. And then we can't deal with other people because they're complicated and blah, whatever. We've been in lockdown for a year. We've decided that getting a dog is a good idea for company and well-being or whatever. And, but we're trying to turn them into people. By not putting, not training them, not putting leads on them, and trying to make them talk. 
Exactly. That's a, that, and, they, and, and then, so they, what are the other things you'd want to teach your dog in the absence of people? Because the point that people are going to come back, people, people used to buy dogs who needed dogs. So there were so, all sorts of things, and, it's, and, and dogs are wonderful. And, and, you, and, and you, you need dogs for rounding up your sheep or picking up your game or right. guarding your uh, yeah, property, home yeah. or all these things that dogs were bred for to do these very, very quite specific tasks. The water dog, the retrieval dog, terriers. the rescue dog, terriers. Rodent killers. All, all, killers, the, yeah. all, all those things they were bred for. Then we had, and, then, and now there's always, and I, I always want to, ban, I think you should ban all dogs from cities but then there's the loneliness the companion thing which is to me that is just a demonstration that society has clunk failed right. cogs growing oh total social fail people are so lonely they have to get a dog fucking hell now they're not going to need dogs now because of zoom so even the loneliness thing kind of goes if they bought them as a replacement for people tried to turn them into people right. then in a few days you're going to be able to see people again yeah. what, are you, what are you going to do with your dog we're going to have this race of speaking fat four-legged things that we don't need anymore yeah well that's a good column dogs are meant to be working animals and this is their turning to the dogs need to be rebred we, we, we're not at the end of, his, of, of the dog history we may be at the beginning rebred to do things that are really useful for example like operate tech yeah so you need to breed dogs mm. that can um unlock your smartphone find netflix on the tv remote control uh, delivery drivers delivery drivers that's yeah. dogs that, de- that, you that- could, they could get them a little harness and a little thing like rattly thing they could roop, roop, they say outside roop, roop. and then you open your door and then you take your box out of the thing and off they go you give them a bonio as a thank you as a tip pat them on the head would go. you summon it and you'd have all these dark kitchens but you know how when you have you know like we love the Singapore garden for example and there's often like like 14 delivery drivers with their helmets all queuing outside for the food and chatting there'll be like 15 dogs outside 15 Rhodesian Ridgebacks waiting to take away the problem is stopping them from eating the Kuei Pai Tea between Fairfax Road and here yeah and the dogs could also then be one of the other lockdown jobs that people have done and they could be well the, the, because the thing is that the teachers the, 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 job, the dogs could yes, be teachers exactly A B yeah. C. Well, they could use their little buttons. But also, there's a there's a point to be made there. With the jobs that working dogs were bred to do no longer exist. Blood yeah. sports are should you like they shouldn't be game shooting anyway. That's just horrid. They shouldn't be trained yeah. to pick up whatever. Um. So yeah. So they need to be. And it would be quite funny to be like, what dog should do what modern job? All yeah, exactly. But that's well, I don't know about dogs, but yes, Dalmatians. You claim are stupid. So they should be footballers. <laughs> Uh, and what other characteristics do dogs so have? Poodles are great swimmers. What? What? What do you mean? What do you mean? Po- gra- poodles that are what they're water- Yeah. Why do you think their hair's like that? So that it dries quickly. <laughs> why are you laughing like at that? me? Because my mum's hair used to go like that when her perm washed out in the swimming pool in the seventies. <laughs> uh, you mean you're saying po- poodles all have curly hair because their hair's all wet? No, no, no. They've got curly hair. They, they're good. They're good in the water because the water oh, just shit. This is like your it's bird, not bird information and your it's not information. Just look up poodles. No, no, no. Poodles are water Last game week dogs. I looked up something oh my on the god! Internet. Poodles are water game yeah. dogs, right? So when you shoot a duck and it drops into a lake, is it the where po- the, the noise of the gun? What have you shot it with? <laughs> it's catapult. I shot it with the thing I got on the front of a beano. <laughs> shot it with a nerf gun. Shot it with a kazoo is what it sounds like you've done there. (laughs) There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to The Times and The Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free. 
Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer, rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just segueing out of the dogs and briefly into the Tom and Jerry movie. Oh, yeah. I'm um, looking forward to that. Notice was on. The Tom- so am I. And it, the matey in the uh, Daily Mail thinks it's all right. Three out of five, which for a cartoon is like, that's quite good. Well, Daily Mail readers, broadly cartoons, is about the upper level. <laughs> it's, oh, Doris, look. Yeah. Okay, sure. They certainly don't understand Line of Duty. There's a DPS on there. Like, don't go everyone... to Line of Duty. Oh, that's sorry. a whole separate thing. Although okay. I don't want to tell you what to do and create another shitstorm. But why can't we just have to Oh, wait a minute. Now? We can. Yeah. We can. Check this mashup. Okay, the Tom and Jerry movie, really looking forward to it. Line of Duty, but Tom and Jerry movie, really looking forward to it. But it's all a bit just sort of cat and mouse, chasey, chasey. How do you stretch that out? Line of Duty, (laughs) watched it last night. Little bit complicated, what the fuck's going on? But smash the two. Yeah. Line of Tom and Jerry. Yes. That's that's what I have. But you don't really know enough about Line of Duty to (laughs) know. I know about Tom and Jerry. Nobody knows anything about Line of Duty. (laughs) My fucking curio doesn't know anything about it. He, but he throws all these names and phrases into a soup and he lifts them out. This is a job for FPWQR3. And they go, yeah, absolute mom, gaffer. mom, gaffer, cooking with diesel, <laughs> pumping with gas, inhaling fumes. Um, and now they've, they've thrown, because it wasn't enough to have, what's, he's Irish, isn't he, matey? Or cooking Ted. with gas, no. Ted. Ted, Ted. Yeah. Ted's, where he, where's he from, Ted? Ted the gaffer. Ted the gaffer. He's from Northern Ireland That's somewhere. Itch. It has come in at H-P-L-M-N-O-Q. Are you going somewhere? <laughs> no, I'm just adjusting. But they've now put a Scottish person in. Oh, I don't know what's going on Kelly here. Kelly McDonald, Cooking yeah. Cooking with gas. They're just, they're, they're just so, they've made it easier for impressionists to do Line of Beauty. because No, but so Kelly McDonald's come in. So last night, I was all set up with my like roster of what they all mean. This, they're from, what's it, I call them AP12, but they're not. DC13. AC? AC12. Ben? AC12. AC12. There you go. And it means... Anti-corruption unit 12. Why 12? Because the 11 others are not very good. Or they had to do but 11. But AC 12 is shit. <laughs> There's nine series and they don't know who H is. True. Um, uh, so, no, so they, but then they watched it and then what was that? There was a thing. So I was all together. And now the, the problem was, was that they, nobody would reveal the identity of the chinge. What was it? The chiz. The chiz. Which sounded so much show, like jizz. jizz. And was... they kept talking about, where's the jizz? Tell yeah. me, chuck up the jizz. Well, who's got the jizz? Who's is the jizz? And well, then later on and in the then program, there was, a, there was actual jizz. There was actual. There was that. Yeah. Oh, that poor guy. Yeah, the, the poor, poor guy. the poor learning needs guy. Yeah, and they were saying we found your spooge all over these photos of a of a journalist. I did think it was slightly unnecessary. I hope he kind of like. I hope I hope that guy comes out on top. 
Terry Boyle, he's called. Terry Boyle was the character's yeah. name, not the actor's name. Don't know what the actor's called. Um, and uh, he really, like, I felt... It did, they it, basically it, set it, it up... Felt, this, it felt quite exploitative. It did feel exploitative. <laughs> and it was nice that this guy had this learning... This guy had got a acting job and I think he will turn out to be innocent yeah. and they were being really sensitive because you've got to be sensitive and then I'm looking at this guy and, and he was quite a, he was a good actor and yeah. I was like fa- better than most of the actors yeah. in Line of Duty I was faintly invested in his yeah. you know he's clearly he's going to I assume it's strange because he's being made the stooge we, we assume he's been made the stooge of remember that well, who's the other guy the ba- Barry something the um, one the, Clark Something. The picture of yeah. they were on their way there, but then the new mom saw a armed burg. She saw a double parked white van and made them all stop to go and investigate. Then public school boys came over. Oh yeah, we're just dropping this. <laughs> Pow! Shot one of them. Someone did really shit CPR. Meanwhile, the guy who was the Down syndrome guy's mate was like escaped. And they've pinned it all on on Terry. Yeah. And the thing is, is that because we know Kelly McDonald's a wrong one, right? The new mom. right from the start. Yeah, because she's Scottish. No, because she was looked. She was a baddie. She's got all her special hair. But she's got something to do with Terry, right? Because when he was taken to a safe house, when he was released without charge, she, her lingering look out of the window at him. Also, when those four sort of twerp boys who'd robbed the bookies were, one of them just got shot, pow, by the thing. Yeah. Jumped in the air, did a proper kind of Bruce Lee, but splat. Yeah. She looked a bit. I think the fact that she said fuck, 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 fuck. Yes, was the, was because I think she got like away. possibly her son and his mates to hold up a thing so she could pretend to see it. And then, oh, what's his name? He's grown the beard. Splodget. What's he called? The mate, the young guy? Steve Arnott. Steve Arnott. He's there you always go. had a beard. Has he? Splodget. <laughs> he's, he's, he's such a dude. Half man, half desk. He doesn't really know what to do. He's like, oh, he's going to get up and go. For... And then, but the thing is, is that also this unit that Vicky McClure, she's gone to us. But... She's gone to work in this unit and they're going to all be going, look, it's Vicky McClure. She's like, obviously there's going to be more... Ser- well, she, she did explain that. She did explain that. She did She, she did wanted, say, she's fed up with nicking coppers. She's fed up, she's bored with nicking coppers and she's had to work really hard to get the trust of the unit that she's in, which is on, which is the hill, which is defi- murder-suicide. Murder, but did we but, find sorry, out that she was really worried about the chiz? The, and what was a chiz? Why have they got... The chiz is the covert human information person. But they said it might not be a chiz, it may be an ACO. No, 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 not an ace. No, she was worried about either being a chiz or being uh, an, a UCO, an undercover copper operator. Something operative. Yeah, I yeah, exactly. Uh, so, what, so what I'm saying is, is that what about Tom and Jerry? So Tom is like, Jerry is actually AC12 and... But who's chasing who? It kind of switches around. Well, you know, it's, it, there's somewhere between the plot of a Tom and Jerry five minute thing and the plot of Line of Duty. Uh, yeah, oh, look, I love it. I think you're making quite a lot of work for yourself there. It's, I mean, it's I mean, like H turns out to be the canary or whatever, or right. Spike the dog. Listen, plotting a short story is bad enough. If you've got to mash up Line of Duty and Tom and Jerry, I wonder how much you're going to feel like doing that tomorrow morning. Let's get real. Do we want to do Harry's first day at work? Yeah, better so up? Prince Harry's got a job. What is his job? His job... Oh, I'm actually going to look up his actual oh, like, I mean, hi, but like, what's my job? He is Chief Impact Officer, CIO. That's like a, it's like a, like a line of duty acronym, <laughs> isn't it? A CIO. I know what a CFO is, and I know what a CEO is. I don't know what a CIO is. So he's at... He's got a job as CIO. They've declined to reveal what his salary is is going to be, or even if he has a salary, but let's face it, he probably does have a salary. Cut off by his father without financial thing. He's arrived, oh, hi, you're Harry. Yeah. First thing, you're late. 
Right. I mean, what's it going to be like? Well, Harry's first day at work. Hi. Yeah. You're I, late. Brought, I brought my own mug. Where's the, where's the, where's the, where are the scissors? Is there a ribbon? Is there? <laughs> or it's, it's um, where's my desk? Uh, we don't, you're... Asking everyone he meets if they've come far. <laughs> um, ask where his desk is, but we don't have desks because... Well, no, they don't because he is... So Better Up is one of these... I find, I'm sure it's a perfectly all right place, but I've listened to too many American startup podcasts, right? Like about like WeWork and places with a really weird internal uh, um, like culture. A bit like, did you, ever, did you ever read The Circle by Dave Eggers, which is a mm-hmm. piss take of, of Google? You know, you read a book like that, you listen to a podcast about WeWork. It's the same mad obsession with community. It's the mad kind of like ripped off from a kibbutz-ish kind of sharing socialist you know, making what does the world this startup a better do? place. It's just like, there are he many, said some stupid thing about, it's a life coaching I just firm, want to okay. invigorate mental and health opportunities. Yeah, for, it, it, it's just, I mean, they, they just, just stupid, stupid kind of Silicon Valley startup talking BS. And it's all about like, all like corporate togetherness yoga lessons and everyone dressing up in stupid costumes on Halloween or whatever. It's just, and my, and um, what I made me immediately think, because you know, on the same day, we've got this statement from Harry and Meghan saying that they didn't actually get married in their backyard with the Archbishop of Canterbury. It was actually, they said they called him up. They rang him up and said, can you come over? Cause we want to, ex- I guess, exchange some vows in our back garden. And Justin went, put, all right, put down the phone. Got his dress on. Got his. Who's that, darling? Oh, it's, it's those the, uh, oh, fucking yes. Sussexes again. again. Um, and she's had to. She's had to say that actually it wasn't a legal ceremony because, as Ben, our producer, has pointed out, who's about to get married, he knows all about using gardens as wedding venues. Not, not okay. You need the witnesses. Ah, but if, he, if it was a Jewish wedding, if she, if she got, if she'd been forensic, because they can get married under a chuppah anywhere. That he's not. Get, Prince How Harry's- do we know they tell so many lies? Maybe it was a Jewish <laughs> wedding. They should, that's why if, what's her name, um, Oprah Winfrey was any kind of, had any, if she was as forensic as DC Arnott, she would not have stood by. That's, you see, you could do an episode of, you could do Line of Duty, Harry and Meghan. They're, they're, well, they're interrogating Harry. Ooh. Ooh. That'd be quite Harry and Megan sitting there. So no, wait, wait no, a minute. Wait, that's a fun mashup that is of a, their bullshit California speak. Their bullshit versus, Cali- versus line, of Duty's line of Duty bullshit acronym speak. That's funny. Uh, that's no, I just want, to, just want to do good things for people. Look, listen, listen, listen. Shut up, shut up. I think AC12 interrogating Harry and Meghan over their bullshit. Uh, I just over did a collection of the AC12 cliches and then combined with their stupid California speak is would be really funny. Okay, that's a great idea. Cool. Um, line of duty it's all about what duty is duty. Talk, what, wasn't, wasn't that the we all like what's the, the thing they well, said there was their thing was about service actually but line, so actually it is quite like the police force isn't it it's all about duty service maybe yeah. Megan is AC12 <gasps> maybe have du- you made that Prince up Prince Philip is H <laughs> and before there's a, the race to prove that he said the racist thing surely Harry's H well because it's well, Harry, Harry really is H isn't oh, he he's H. has no, but Harry's age. Look, I think this is. Look, if you can be bothered to write this tomorrow. Harry's only got Meghan in because he hates his fat. He's because he wants to run. He wants to be king. You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with me, Giles Corran, and me, Esther Walker. It's a wireless studios production for the Times, produced by Ben Mitchell. You can listen to us on the Times Radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. 
To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of The Times or get a digital subscription. And for the full live experience, tune into my show on Times Radio every Friday from 1 till 4. Do you think you can edit this into any semblance of a podcast? Hmm. And Ben can do anything. He'll just put in some music. <laughs> like making the picture bigger on a crap column. I'm two lines short. Cuts of red just... box and, and stories of our times. Yeah, cut exactly. In. Just a randomly super can just cut in. At like I feel five something minutes. went slightly wrong with that one. Yeah, you went slightly wrong with that one. You're malfunctioning. Past Imperfect with Rachel Sylvester and Alice Thompson, a weekly series of in-depth interviews with high-profile figures examining how overcoming the challenges of their early lives shaped the people they've become. This week, businessman and chair of the Cultural Recovery Fund, Sir Damon Buffini, describes his journey from a Leicester council estate to being named the most powerful black man in Britain. A group of my peers who I thought I knew just decided that they'd make my life misery and they excluded me from sports societies, cocktail parties or everything. Couldn't really find out why they were doing it. I think one of my friends said, you know, the reason why they're doing it is they don't think you're a real gentleman. Past Imperfect with Rachel Sylvester and Alice Thompson. Sir Damon Buffini, in his own words. Now available as a podcast. Listen on the Times Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.